presented by Airlines for America. Hey there, Playbook listeners. I'm Raghu Manavalan. A DeSantis pack staffs up, plus what to expect during tonight's State of the Union address. Here's what we're watching on Tuesday, February 7th. Two new stories offer further evidence that Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is moving deliberately toward a run for the Republican presidential nomination. Peter Hamby from Puck reports that two well-regarded GOP consultants, Phil Cox and Liesl Hickey, have been staffing up for what appears to be a DeSantis-blessed super PAC. And Politico's Gary Finout reports from Tallahassee that GOP lawmakers are helping the governor tie up some loose ends taking steps to undercut or next legal challenges against some of DeSantis's signature programs and helping him resolve a year-long feud with Disney. Mel Zanona from CNN reports that the House Ethics Committee has begun questioning staffers for Representative George Santos. That's per a senior GOP source. Zanona says that it's a sign that the committee is looking into some of the allegations against Santos though it doesn't necessarily mean a formal investigation has been launched yet. Tonight's address comes just weeks before Biden is expected to announce his re-election campaign. Softening inflation, persistent growth, and record low unemployment have given him a strong economic record to sell, even as he suddenly finds himself battling Republicans on a new front over his willingness to confront China. But we're told not to expect a red meat campaign style speech. Instead, expect a traditional presidential call for unity and a subtler pitch for steady leadership over partisan chaos as Washington heads into a high stakes standoff over the debt limit and long term fiscal planning. The message was honed over the weekend at Camp David, where Biden refined and practiced the address with senior advisor Anita Dunn, Counselor Steve Verschetti, Deputy Chief of Staff Bruce Reed, and Chief Speechwriter Vinay Reddy. There will be, of course, a lengthy victory lap touting the administration's various accomplishments. But there will be an emphasis, however, on items that took bipartisan support, such as the $1 trillion infrastructure law. Biden told aides to take out the acronyms and craft a speech that according to one person familiar with the prep, explains in very plain terms to Americans watching at home exactly what we've gotten done. What you won't hear, not directly anyway, are the kinds of attacks on GOP extremism that Democrats used so effectively in last year's midterms. Don't expect any commentary on MAGA Republicans or name-checking of any particular members of the GOP's rightmost fringe. That follows what Representative McCarthy told reporters on Monday including our own Olivia Beavers, that any such attacks would not be appropriate. McCarthy had this to say, I've expressed that to him in private, and we've had discussions about that. We'll see if the atmosphere of mutual respect lasts through the evening. On that note, Politico's Sarah Ferris and Olivia Beavers report in this morning's playbook that the House GOP's plans for a sharp-edged pre-speech messaging vote criticizing Biden for his handling of the Chinese balloon incursion last week have now been scrapped. Instead, lawmakers are exploring a bipartisan vote later this week aimed at China, not Biden. 
Here's what's up in Washington today, starting with the White House. At 8.25 p.m. Eastern, President Joe Biden will depart the White House to head to the Capitol. At 9 p.m., Biden will deliver the State of the Union Address to a joint session of Congress. Vice President Kamala Harris, First Lady Jill Biden, and Second Gentleman Doug Emhoff will also attend. The House meets at 10 a.m. for legislative business to read the Constitution. The Senate meets at 3 p.m. All right, for more news on what's breaking in D.C. right now, subscribe to the Playbook newsletter. That's at politico.com slash playbook. Our music is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Raghu Monavalan. Have a good Tuesday. We'll see you first thing tomorrow morning. Did you know more than 90% of Americans have flown in their lifetime? And more than half of Americans have boarded a commercial aircraft before their 16th birthday? Robust competition in the U.S. airline industry has helped reduce airfares and generate a wide variety of selection, choice, and options for travelers. Learn more at airlines.org.